Shut the deliverance music off, will ya? Brad is gay. Brad is gay. Brad is uber gay. Brad is queerer than a $3 bill. Brad is Joe Exotic's new tiger trainer and husband. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Coming to you direct from the Actors Lounge, the back room of the best garage. East or just west of this very location is the Sky Hacks. Better known as much hacks, talking skies, etc. A panel of hacks for this installment of Mustang Mike. Mustang Sally. <laughs> Got our six foot going on and we're doing good. Yeah, right. Nurse Rick. This town needs an enema. Hey, the one-winged bandit is here. <laughs> and my boy is in the house. Yeah, it's a retired boy. All right, Dominator. 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 Welcome back to Dommy's Seclusion. <laughs> uh, seclusion Emporium? Emporium. <laughs> okay, this is your humble announcer producer, Sagahekte. To the man! The man! Our segments include Hidden Earth, Blind Cigar Review, Current Events in the Cigar World. They got lots of local smoke. Actually, no local smoke. Nothing's happening. Everybody's on the uh, curbside for a little while here still. Okay, then we got Local Spotlight. We'll do something for that. And Conspiracy Corner, where we expose the ugly underbelly of possible truth, along with the Hidden Earth Revealed, Hidden Earth Recap. Find us all over the internet, usual places. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, CigarHacks.com. And... Pornhub. Pornhub. And slash Pornhub. Brett is gay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have an interesting cigar thing tonight, because I have different sizes of the same cigar. I just happened to stumble oh. upon this. So if you'd like the Corona size or the Corona. Monster size, you can take your pick. They're the same I'm line. I'll do the Corona. Corona. Yeah. yeah. I knew that you guys would go for this one. That's yeah. why I brought them, because I was just going to bring the big ones, and I said, eh, these guys are going to go for the Are we going to smoke the big ones? I'm going to smoke a big one. All right, I'll smoke one? a big one, too, then. All right. Well, let's do we'll the big ones. Half and half. We'll have a, a big ones and a little ones competition big, big here. Big un. And we'll see how they go. But they are exactly the same blend, very brand, girthy. everything, just different size. Right. Don't tell anybody I like Corona. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, my little Wuhan one. Yeah. Oh, we got a we got a very nice Connecticut shade wrapper, veiny, very veiny. Now that's neat. It comes in two different sizes. Well, a lot of cigars come in multiple. No, sizes. no, but this is the first time that we're smoking Coronas, and you guys are smoking Gordos. Yeah, this is the first time we've done two size right. thing. Yeah. I mean, I have enough for everybody to do the big ones. I'll enjoy this more. But I figured that you guys would like the little ones. So There's I a nice that. smell to it. Let's just do that option. Smell. Cold draw delicious. on it. Oh, it's got a good foot. Yeah. How's the little foot? Interesting. Mm. Yeah, it's got a good draw. The big one has a bigger foot. All right. There's more on the big foot. Let's like these Ooh. bones. But it's going to make me sneeze, so maybe it's got the pepper. Uh-oh. Thank you. Thank you. Quarantine. Maybe it's got the pepper. Let's see what we got here. Oh, we got the floral notes on the cold draw. Yeah. Yeah, it does have a little pepper in it. funny faces there. Trying to retro hair, ready? Not yet. I'll try an early guess. Did I bring the right hat? Uh, no. Okay. It's not a Jaime. It's not a Jaime Garcia. It's not a Jaime Garcia. It's not on my father's uh, line there. Well, I happen to have that hat tonight. So what are those? Gordos? They look like 6 by 60s Yeah, these are 60s. I don't know. Yeah. It's a gigundo. Those things would make it to the 14th hole. <laughs> you know, I quite like those monsters that make it to the 19th, but... Uh, 
Hey, golf's ready to come back. These are like the same length. They're both like sixes. Mm-hmm. They're think, the same. I think the Corona is a six. And the, a little and bit the of a harsh retro a hail. a quarter or something like that. They're both Yeah, it's got a bite size. to it. It has a bite to it, yeah. Right. Earthy. Oh, yeah. Definitely yeah. earthy. Very yeah. earthy. Earthy, crunchy. Crunchy, yeah. nutty. Yeah. It's got the nutty thing going on, too. Mm-hmm. It's good. This is a Drew Estate. Nope. Nope. Well, nope. I've smoked that. this yeah. before. Maybe. I have to track Have you brain. had this one? It's a taste I remember, and I can't put my finger on it. It's definitely uh, got a distinctive flavor going on here. Very earthy. I don't know if I've ever had this. Oh, you probably have. It's a regular brand. Did this uh, come out of the... This didn't come out of the contender no, pack. No. Different, different pack. This came out of a different pack. All right. So where are we at? Yeah. What do you think? Interesting. It's a nice Connecticut. I mean, it's a beautiful Connecticut. I'm almost thinking it's a uh, something from the from Oscar. No nope. Valadares. Nope. No, not super smooth. It kind of looks like one of It does, though, doesn't it? It kind of looks like what you get from the leaf after you open it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not super smooth. No, it's got lots of stuff going on in the leaf there. Interesting. But it's a really nice looking. Has a good eyeliner, all right? Nice cigar. Oh yeah, it does. Yeah, nice. And it has a white ash, so <laughs> think of Nicaraguan. I don't know. I have to look that up. I don't know the origins of this one. The original of it. One of these days, you guys will get me to do that. Actually, nah. look them up ahead of time. I barely have time to get over here. Nah, I don't know what, is, it's what this is. The, part of the game. mystery. Yep. I get when you do the retro hail, just on the sides of your tongue, you you taste this a uh, little bit of harshness. I uh, I don't know. We've been smoking JREs and CLEs, and the retro hail is not harsh. No, no, it's not. It's 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 kind of bitter. Yeah. There's a little bit of bitterness to it. It's not Bernie. It's not like a fireball. It's kind of like... Uh, not like Bernie. It's not like a... No, no it's, it's not, not like It's Bernie. not bitter. It's more it's like, just... a <laughs> more like a Biden. It has a it's bite got, to it. I don't got, know what it is. It's got the Biden bite. Biden. I heard Bernie tested positive, not being the president. I heard Biden's not into the Me Too movement anymore. No. No. Which one is he into? Yeah, I wonder. Well, who- you know, he used to be like trust all women and right. leave all women and the Me Too, and he doesn't support that anymore. Yeah? Yeah. He said he he was going to pick a woman for a uh, running mate. Yeah. Then well, he forgot. Well, he's mad at the woman he picked to molest when he was younger. Yeah, he's obviously. That's, that's why he's not into it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's his running mate that's going to decide. Uh, they're all vying for it, too. I know. They're all posturing. The question is, is Biden's replacement going to keep that running? Yeah. No. Well, Ooh. will he even pick one before he gets replaced? Yeah, he probably yeah. will, just because he wants to create the turmoil. So I'll ask that simple question. All right. So mm-hmm. for the president and the vice president, would you agree that we should pick the most qualified person for a position? Absolutely. Of course. Right. So what if there is like 10 qualified men for vice president and number 11 on the list is the first woman? Should Joe Biden pick number 11? No. But he has already stated. I know he stated. He's not looking for the best person to be vice president. He's looking for the- And Bill Clinton stated, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. I don't believe anything that gets said these days. Uh, Now you're talking about the presidency and- I'm sorry to say, I, I just don't think, given our times, that our country is ready for a female president. I just don't. I'm sorry. Yeah. 
Unless, of course, it was Condoleezza Rice, in which case I'd say, then it would go be. far. <laughs> yeah, I always wanted to. See, I always wanted to see her run with the general there, yeah, uh, Colin Powell. But that yeah. wasn't going to happen. Yeah. So, I think yeah. that when we, you know, we're ready for a woman president as soon as we have a woman NFL quarterback. Once we reach that level. So if a woman can run a football team, she can run mm-hmm. a country. Well, there is a woman is coach a, now. Yeah. Yep. There's right. Female yep. coach. All right. Running around with a Microsoft. Uh, a female coach. Commercial. A, a fe- yeah. yeah, there is a female coach that has something similar to Brett. She's gay. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Uber? <laughs> is she Uber gay? She's Uber, Uber gay. gay. I'm not sure what Uber gay means, but <laughs> I, I don't even know why you would think that. Uber gay. Uber. Just typed it in. I think that's super gay. Isn't that yeah. what it means? Uber gay. Uber. Yeah. Fred is uber gay. An adjective for very? I don't know. It's, yeah. Every every time I'm here in this domicile, I keep on seeing Brett on the ground saying, I love you guys. <laughs> I think it was like three or four in the morning, but it was like, I love you guys. <laughs> I got one more thing. I got one more thing. I got one more thing. He was so happy, though. You got to give it to him. Oh, you know, man. The Super Bowl... Once I got behind him, I rallied him yes. to see his team win the Super Bowl. Yeah. And and it happened, you know, and he was, was like cool he was a little see. down when they were down ten points and I got up to him and I went, You don't give up, you never give up and right. I jumped on him and turned him back around. Nice. And he, he woke up to the fact that yeah, they've done it before and then we watched it happen and I'm like, Yeah, yeah, yeah and I was cheering right with them and loving it. Yeah. We had a good time. So hopefully we'll uh, have another Super Bowl party this, this year. This has a really Nice, Ash. Look at that. This is definitely a Dominican. I mean, a uh, Nicaraguan. It is. Nice white yep, ash. Yep. This is a Nicaraguan Puro. So. Really? Find a wrapper filler. Nicaraguan. Does it come from Santo... Uh, I mean, who's the name there? Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. No. He's no. Dominican. That's okay. a Dominican. Are we smoking a Kristoff? I was just going to say that. Uh, <laughs> that would be... Uh... Oh, my yeah, No. no. But look at that ash on that the, thing. The, the ash is perfect. Mm-hmm. I mean, that... You, like, stand this up. Yeah. You could. These are uh, smoking beautifully. Wow. Super eyeliner. Burning even, even. It's burning very even. It has a great draw. I can't Beautiful. put my finger on Beautiful the taste, though. Dimes did, off it, of this thing. did it come off the new well-lit display at Last House Cigar? No, it's not an avo. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll be having but, some of those someday. All right. I already have my order in for those. So. Any of the Perdomos from Nicaragua? Oops. I don't think so. It's not a Perdomo. It's not. Dormo. Dave, this could very well be something we haven't smoked. No, we have not smoked this. We've smoked well, stuff from this. Really? Brand. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. Is it a Rocky? Nope. That would be a... No! Is it a Fuente? No! Wow. Okay. It's a good cigar, though. I kind of like it's it. Very good. It's yeah. fairly mild. I don't think pure soul. But it's got but... a lot of no. It's not that. It's fairly mild, but it's got some good flavor. I'm going to stop guessing and just sit back and yeah, enjoy it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's a decent stick. You like yeah. it? Yeah, it's kind of growing on me. Mm-hmm. It's getting better as I go. The retro hail is getting nice. Mm-hmm. It's not as harsh anymore. I'm not sure about the taste, though. I'm still getting very earthy tones. Yeah, I get nutty kind of nutty nuts. Yeah. Nutty nuts. And definitely mushrooms on, and on the cold draw, definitely floral notes. Mm-hmm. It's kind of mushroomy, nutty kind of yeah, kind of thing going on. Anyway, it's fun, guy. It's actually good. It is good. It is good. You'd be surprised when we open this one up. What it is? Mm-hmm. All right, you want to do the troops there, Sonny? Yeah. So 
Just a very special thank you and the utmost respect to our men and women who are fighting the good fight in this country and abroad right now because of the nasty COVID that's going out. We have a lot of our National Guard that are setting up all sorts of hospitals and uh, COVID centers and so forth. But, you know, thank you for your service. Harvey, thank you for your 24 years. And Chappie and uh, to uh, Bushy, uh, not Bushy, to uh, Muff Diver, Muff Diver, Muffy out there. Thank you for your service. And thank you to the men and women of our armed services. And we want you to all come home safely. And all those nurses and doctors on the front line. Yes, for which I am no longer on the front lines. Gladly not on the front lines. However, you're on the DL. On the very first day of retirement, the very first 24 hours. Not even. My wife was telling me to do the laundry, and I tripped over my pajamas into the laundry basket. And the minute I hit the floor, I literally felt my arm snap. And, yes, I broke my arm. And, unfortunately, I, you know, I had to get taken to the hospital, which was very, very surreal going via ambulance. And uh, the hospital I went to had everybody split up. The COVID people were on one side. I was in the uh, orthopedic section because the woman that was next to me, there was a woman on the other half of the room who had a broken hip. I was with the broken joint section. (laughs) Right away, I asked for my orthopedist. And they said, his partner is on. And a female doc that's out of this world, really, really nice woman. And, of course, she showed me my x-ray, and my radius is broken. And she set up Monday, first thing. I had to go to the office, fill out the paperwork, go back in the car, wait for her to call me, come in, get triage, go back out to the car, and then wait for her to call me. And my hand was so swollen that uh, they couldn't cast me. They, she didn't know if she was going to do surgery yet. So she said when the swelling goes down, she'll know a little bit better of what's going on. But um, So I've had my hand up above my heart and icing it nonstop. And, of course, when I'm home, I'm taking the oxys every four hours, so I'm loopy as all hell. Loopy meds. A couple of times I think I talked to you on the phone, and I can't even remember when. <laughs> Um, let alone what I said. Dial me once. Oh my God! <laughs> I I got to tell you, I get so loopy. Yeah. On the oxycotton. I mean, I am in thinking, La La Land. Are you Are you unable to text? I texted you, and you probably couldn't yeah, text back. Right? I can't text. I I can't uh-huh. do it. And the worst part is, it's my right hand. Yeah. So. Even wiping my butt for the very first time with my left hand. Let me tell you, uh, <laughs> take some experience. <laughs> I am. Um, you know, you, that's you, the worst if you're. You know what the hottest thing? Buttoning my pants? I had to put on jeans and I've been having my wife help me, but I can't grip my pants Whoa. to put the little button in. I mean, it's there's little there's things. so many things you right. take for granted when you're a right hander. Yeah. You know, yeah, you of, never not, of not doing. I can't even. In the morning, when I go and get coffee, I have to do everything with my left hand. I can't even lift up a coffee cup. Wow. W- I can't grab anything with my right hand. It's a very unique experience. And I'll tell you, after five days of not working, I've been kind of saddened. Yeah. There's not much I can do. I lay on the couch. Right. You had all these great plans for what to do projects. That's right. I had all these projects set up and everything. And now I sit there and I watch my daughter as she's ripping apart my living room and doing a phenomenal job, even with my right hand. Yeah. I couldn't do what she's doing. Nice. But 
just the, the sense of being so useless is yeah. it's a it's a horrible thing. Yeah, that's I'm you know? I'm spending a lot of time doing projects that I put off and it's great to fill the time with it, but um yeah, I just but, I can't wait to get back out there and get back on the job. But I know I'm absent-minded a little too because uh yesterday I got up and I realized that my sugar bowl was empty. So I went and I grabbed the sugar out and I filled up the sugar. And then I looked down and I noticed something was weird. And I looked down again, and the sugar was wet. And what I realized is instead of filling up my sugar bowl, I filled up my mug to the top with sugar. (laughs) (laughs) I I had already put the milk in, and I hadn't put the coffee in. And all of a sudden, I looked, and I realized what I did. I was just like, talk about being uh, (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's bizarre. I walk Today, for the first day, I walked outside, and with the left hand, I had to pick up I picked up some of the uh, trees, some of the limbs yeah. that fell down, the little branches and stuff, and uh, drove my tractor around just to do something different. Yeah. I got outside, and it's just, oh, it's so bizarre. That's a great picture. Oh, that's a picture. There you go. Stacking dimes. Double the table. Well, I'll ha- as we go forward, I'll have to you know come down, pick you up, bring you up my house, and you can sit there and watch me work. Yes. Just for something Just to get out. Just I would love to. to do. Just to get out you know, of the house. You know, you know, my neighbors have been great, but um, it's so hard not doing anything. You yeah, know? you're used it's, to going. Yeah, you're I'm used, used to being to out. Every so. day doing something, calling Dave, come on, let's go smoke, let's do this, let's do that. And you can't. Even putting a mask on to go to a supermarket is an adventure for me because well, I can't use my right hand. Well, and so, I decided to use my Boy Scout. Yep. There you go. Boy Scout ascot. Yeah. Yep. There you go. And so I'm I'm walking in at the supermarket the other day, and the lady behind me, she's like, you know, everyone's got masks. And she says to me, she goes, something's weird. I go, what's that? She goes, none of the employees have masks on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said, well, I said, really, the masks are for people who are sick, so you don't get any else sick. So apparently the employees must all be healthy. They, you know, <laughs> something. At, so at my uh, daughter's supermarket, they're all wearing masks and gloves now. Yeah. And they set up uh, the plastic dividers mm. oh, yeah. that they're yeah. all behind yeah. to oh, keep them safe. On the way over here, we stopped at the... Yeah. And there's the big plastic... Uh, yeah. They got a, the barrier to, there. The barriers are up to separate them, but... Um, right. You know, I still walk around the supermarkets. The hand sanitizers are gone, although I do see toilet paper returning to the shelves. Yeah. But um, we got plenty of hand sanity here. Well, you got Mr. Got, Magoo. Yeah, I well, can use on one a, hand. Yeah. I, I got a, uh, <laughs> you know, just because obviously I I read some alternative sites sometimes, just on occasion. But <laughs> one of the alternative suggestions right now, and maybe let the, the, uh, the listeners know, um there's speculating that in the next few weeks to a month, there's going to be a major shortage of meat. So the suggestion out there is load up on chicken and meat products and put it in your freezer. We already have. But if you haven't, if you, if you haven't and you, you, you can do that right, right. now, the smart suggestion to do. I know people have done it, but well, yeah, you've been kind of living well, it. Well, I, I know my wife is already telling me I have to get out of the house a couple of times next week. Can Fellas, you, I got to get out. They have fish. Can you drive? I have fish. Can you drive or are you? I haven't tried to drive yet. Right. I'm certainly not going to drive with narcotics on board. No, that's But true. when I don't take the narcotics, no. um, All right, so I haven't tried to drive yet. You have to shift with your left hand. I, I'd have to. Oh, yeah, okay. So you're. I haven't even you tried to drive. That's, no, 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 no. You have to I got the truck. 
But it's just like reach over left yeah. right or whatever. Um, yeah. Plus my wife right. is like, you're not driving. Once right, I have listen, a once I have a cast, it'll be it might be a little easier. Yeah. But well, right now I don't have a cast. Then, all right. Well, I'll I'll come down with the Mustang and take there you out. Go. There you I'd go. I'd love it. Be the excuse. Can we put the roof down? Oh yeah. Oh, well, the roof down. Go back in time. Yeah. You know yourself from falling. You know. Yeah. You know. I have you to tell you, <laughs> the last time I was in a convertible, my father had a Chevy convertible from years ago. It's been that, that long since since you that I've been in a convertible. Yeah. Wow. Nobody has a convertible. Other than the limo, where you can stand up in the in the middle, sunroof, yeah, in the sunroof and everything, but yeah, all right. Well, uh, it's going to get nice. Sunday's supposed to be sixty. We're supposed to get snow tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we might be seeing snow tonight. Yeah, leave here. Hey, winter's here. But it's great to social distance with everybody. Yeah. This is super. I'm going batshit. Well, so. Was I going to say, oh, do you have your daughter taking videos of you while you're doing the loopy stuff? I told her. I said, you put this on Facebook, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess apparently while I was higher than a kite on one of the nights, I decided to go for a walk. And I heard my daughter saying, he's outside. I somehow landed on the back porch. (laughs) My wife went running. What are you doing? I said, going for a walk. She's like, get off the porch. Stupid. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) You're in your underwear. Get off the porch. No. I've been wearing my pajamas. And the hardest thing is sleeping because I I usually sleep on my right side. I can't. Uh, Yeah. And I have my arm up. And when I roll over, the arm goes down and it throbs. So it's it's been very high. Yeah, it throws everything off. I'm sleeping maybe three and four hours at night and all day. Wow. Just uh, it's it's hard. Yeah. So you're roaming around the house in your pajamas all day? All day long. That's what all I do. Right. I'm I gonna, know. I'm going to come get you and I'm going to put you in a supervisory <laughs> yep. position. There you go. I can supervise. <laughs> that, that's what I would normally do. Yeah. Because I can't do anything anyway. But, you know, just the simplest of things I miss doing. Yeah. And my poor dog has been just laying next to me, licking my hand. Oh, it's not getting better, Barutas, though. He knows. He knows. He, he knows something's wrong. And it wasn't him this time. He wasn't even near me. Although, when the firemen came, you know, the first thing I thought about was, uh, oh, no, don't be Harvey's son. <laughs> not two, two, two times in a row. But it was a fireman that... that Remembered me from the last time I broke broke something when I broke my foot. Did you lock the dog and, away and when uh, they came? Yeah, we had to put him out back. Yeah. You know, normally my wife would have been able to uh, bring me to the hospital. I couldn't stand up because wow. I couldn't use my arm. Yeah. And so they had a, they brought in three firemen. I'm a big wow. guy. They had to yeah. get behind me and pull wow. me up. I was able to walk to the stretcher. Did you tell them they, that you retired yesterday? I did. And they were like, they knew me right away because they were my students. Yep. They knew me right away and they were they were like, are you still there? And I said, no, I retired yesterday. And they were like, oh boy. I said, first day of retirement, I break my arm. Oh. But it'll get better. Yep. With this, it'll pass. This too shall pass as we say this, about everything. This too shall pass. And I'm glad I don't have to worry about you know, being out and what am I going to do for a job? Right. You're not going to be on light duty. I'm not on light duty. I don't have to worry about that. It's great that you first know, day of sleeping and not waking up at five in the morning to go to work. Mm, but yeah. all all the same, you know, all my friends at work are working their butts off. I miss this terrible uh, disease that's out there. Yeah. 
It's fun to be retired. If it is. It's good to be the king. It's, it's good to be the king. It's good to be retired. <laughs> I got the podcast juice going here. What do you got? You guys got the ginger. I got the modcast juice. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, a, I'm not going to drink tonight because I will be taking some narcotics when I get a home. Bud Latte. No mixing, huh? Yeah, you know. I'm not going to mix. Yeah. Right. I got the hammered sickle. Yeah. Pineapple. Lash of seltzer. The hammered sickle vodka bottles over there. It's our mascot. With us every yes, show. it is. It's on the bar. Nice. It's on the bar. Wunderbar. Wunderbar. Look at that ash you got going. Yeah, Holy you, you are winning. Jesus Christ. It's a beauty. Mine kind of got all messed up. I, got I let mine go. Inch and a half going there already. Wow. It's a beautiful ash. You're winning the big ash contest. Mm-hmm. Dave, is this a uh, diamond crown? Uh, no, it's not a diamond crown. Uh, I still don't have much of a taste to it. It's medium, medium to mild, whatever it is. I just don't have a lot of taste to it. So you're looking at your shirt, right? You're rhyming with my kid. You know, my kid for the past three years has worn nothing but roller coaster shirts. Roller every coaster single day, shirts. Every single piece of clothing he has, every T-shirt he has is a roller coaster. Well, shirt. he works for Canopy, right? Yeah, but he's a roller coaster fanatic, and no. you're like that. Yeah, read you that. have a cigar shirt on every single time I ever see you. Are you gonna read it? He says, "I never dreamed that one day." I'd become a grumpy old man who smokes cigars, but here I am killing it. <laughs> yeah. I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you something, Mike. My wife loves, loves roller coasters. So does my father-in-law. Yeah. I, uh, I tell the story that we, wa- we went to uh, Six Flags in Florida, and we went on this dueling yep. dragons. And, I'm, and my partner was my father-in-law, who was 90 years old. Uh-huh. And I'm in the car with him, and I'm going, we're going up the hill. And I don't like heights, but I do it because my wife likes it. Yeah. And I'm going up, and I go, Jesus <laughs> And he goes, he ain't going to help you now. <laughs> I was like, oh, Dad. You must have been at Universal. That was oh, at Universal. My, yes, it was. Fire the dueling and dress, yeah. Fire she, and ice. Yeah. I mean, I went on one roller coaster uh, mm-hmm. in Tampa. I got off, and I wanted to kiss the ground. And my wife was like, let's go again. And I was like, shut up. <laughs> I just want to sit here. I want to throw up. <laughs> a couple of years ago, we went to Hershey, and I went on this thing called Sky Rush. And it's got a nickname called Thigh Crush. Oh, because the thing comes down, and it just locks you in at your thighs. There's not, right. No upper body is touched. And I had to ride the thing three or four times. <laughs> Be f- holding on before I could put my arms up. Normally, when you're a roller coaster rider, you have your right. arms up the whole time. The first three or four times around the track, I literally had, had to, to hold, hold on. on. I had no choice. And then once you learn the right. thing, then you can put your hands up when you've got it in your head and you know what's coming. But this thing was, it's the most intense. It doesn't go upside down, but right. it is like the fastest. It's like being in a sports car, wow. taking these just, like 80 mile per hour bank turns that are just, it, it's intense. Right. It's Mustang. In, Virgi- in Virginia Beach, we went down a roller coaster that went straight down for water. And at the last minute, these doors open up to this, wow. at this lake. And I mean, I was like, you know, I'm, most of the time my eyes are closed anyway because yeah. I'm panicking. Get me off this thing. When I went on Manta at SeaWorld. 
that was the hardest for me because it flips you over. Yeah. So your your chest is equal with the ground. Right. You're flipped over. I'm and sure. you do this whole thing upside down. And it's like. I'm sure my kid's been on it because his count right now, he's at about 187. Oh, my God. Di- he's been on 187 different roller coasters at 18 years old. <laughs> God bless him. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, I watch these kids that go on these things and they hold their hands up and they're screaming the whole time. And I'm thinking. Is this going to hold this 270-pound guy? <laughs> I'm in trouble here. My daughter won't go next to me because mm-hmm. the seats only come down. You know, she's well, afraid to fall out. We we went. So, you know, my wife and I left him to do his own thing in the afternoon. And it was a rainy afternoon in Hershey. And he went on this ride. And he got on it. And it was so light of crowds that he didn't have to get out of his seat. So he kept going time and yeah. time again. So when 8 o'clock came and they did the last ride and they shut right. down... When we were walking down by the guy who took the pictures, he says, he looks at my son. He says, you just did 26 rides wow. in a row. Because yeah. he had the pictures. Just he kept seeing them. it. Yeah. And he never left his seat. Right. He I sat think, in the same back seat. Now, do you 20- like roller coasters? Yeah. But I'm getting, in my young age, I'm not able to ride him as right. many as fast, as crazy as him. Like I My, can't my wife up. always goes to the front of the coaster. I think mm. the back seat of the coaster is the worst because yeah. you got the whip. I like the front exactly because you can see the whole track and you can see what's right, coming. What's coming, and right. it's it you know it's right there. Right. And the other thing is now Disney has all the 3D stuff, yeah. so you go on some of these rides and you know you're only two feet off the ground, but it makes you think you're way that up in the air. It's traumatizing. Yeah, it, it is. I'm hoping these parks open up soon. Uh, we'll see how it how the season goes. I'm sure they're hurting. Yeah, everybody is. You guys yeah. like roller coasters? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I do. Yeah. I've uh, been to amusement park in years, but uh, when we used to go, I used to go with Mom. Mom and I would go on the yeah. coasters. We'll uh, do a Hacks Night at Canopy once it opens. Oh, there yeah. you go. I'll, I'll be watching you. Right. Although I do enjoy the ride that goes through the water. And it splashes everybody. Oh, the uh, that's hysterical. Yeah, that's hysterical. No, the uh, Boston Teapot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You come down this hill and just splashes anybody. One of the things I really enjoyed in Florida was uh, along the river, the Lazy River, they have these guns. And you put a quarter in the machine and you can squirt certain guns and get people. They have and that. I, that's why I love squirting people on the soccer. They have that. They have that set up. so much fun. <laughs> well, we have that available. When you go to Canopy, one right. of the rides, the uh, flume ride, you can yeah. shoot people you on it. You can shoot people. I we'll love that. We'll just give you a supply of quarters. We'll go on there the ride, go. and you can try to hate us. <laughs> it's yeah. funny because you get these people that backs to the uh, the gun. They have no idea, and they all of a sudden they're shot with a blast. Yeah. Yeah, and everybody's funny. pent up demand right now. Once they open up places, people oh, are going to be just like crazy. dying to go. Well, Canopy yeah. has turned into a little mini coaster park. They yeah. Have a lot of coasters on Yeah. Yeah, they've done good. They've, uh, I remember the, the little up. Mighty Mouse. And, uh, yeah. I still remember the, you know, Revere Beach. Yeah. They had, Paragon Park. Paragon Park had a big, big coaster. Yeah, yeah, Revere Beach. Yeah. You know which one I never got on? At Salisbury. They had, when I was young, yeah, they had the wooden coaster. wooden coaster. I remember it. And right when I got tall enough to do it, right. that weekend, oh, my parents said, oh, the next time we'll go. And then they um, before it. they did, well, what happened was some girl from Haverhill, she actually decided to uh, commit suicide, so she stood up on it. Oh, God. Where she wasn't supposed to, and yeah. she took herself out, yeah. and they shut it down and never opened it again. Wow. But, you know, they, you know, it was, quote, yeah, somebody passed away on her. Oh, we got to shut it down. Dangerous, but. 
the girl did it on purpose. I remember my Uncle Alan saying he used to walk it every day. He lived in Rivera. Yeah. And he worked there. And they used to have to, all the, the staffers, they had to walk the tracks and to make sure yep. everything was right. And yet people still died on that coast of falling out. Mm. You know, I think uh, the only other thing that really scared me was there's a ride at, it might be Universal, where you're in the Tower, Tower of Terror. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah because you're in this, it opens up, you're 14 floors up, it opens yeah. up. It's not yeah. really a coaster. It is yeah, a coaster. It's, yeah. it's just a drop. But yeah, that's a, a, you don't know when you're going to drop. Yeah, that's at MGM. That's yeah. at the Disney uh, That was scary. Disney Studios. That was scary yeah. because you... It went dark, and all of a sudden, and you didn't. You knew you were falling, but it shoots you back up, and the doors open up, and you realize how high you are. Yeah, mm. and that one scared my wife. I was I was kind of laughing at yeah. that. I don't mind anything that drops. Yeah. I just don't like to see it. <laughs> <laughs> that is like on a roller coaster. You're going up. You're going up, and you're thinking, "Oh my God, I'm gonna die." <laughs> I'd rather not see it. Although I've never been on the slingshot, and I understand that that is unbelievable. I've done that a few times. Have you? We went to this thing down in uh, southern Jersey each year, and it's at Maury's Pier. Okay. And because my kids all connected, it's a special event that he has. So they give us the place. So we had we got to ride on the roller coaster till one o'clock in the morning. Wow! They closed the place, kicked everyone out, and they left fifty of us have the place right. to ourselves. And then all those crazy rides like the slingshot, right? And there's this other thing that's like a pole, and it's like a two hundred foot pole, right? Right. And you sit at the end of each of the pole, right? And it drops you. No, it does a spin. Oh, it goes oh. up and it just sp- it brings you up the top. It's the craziest thing. And uh, when we were there, they let us do it unlimited. Right. Normally, it's like thirty bucks a ride. Right. So you don't, you know, you right. don't do it that much. They they gave us a day of unlimited. So I went on it like ten times. It was crazy. You know, but yeah, I my my, my kids, my oh. kids forever in oh. the amusement park business. Whoa, He's whoa, whoa. uh. This is actually his fourth year working at the amusement park. Something, something that is certainly not an amusement, but uh, if you ever get the chance to go to Kitty Hawk in uh, North Carolina, I got to go on a biplane Did you? once. Yes. Wow. And I had a partner with me. And the one thing about the biplane was um, there's a pilot and you're in the Hope front so. compartment. Wow. And there's nothing to hold on to. And the guy says, don't hold on to the sides because that's where the steering is. <laughs> there wasn't a lot. And this plane goes up. And just to think that back in the days of World War One, when these suckers flew, there's like nothing to them. No wonder they got shot down yeah. easy. There's like nothing to them. They're made out of paper. Were those in the Red Baron days? And, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? We we went up in this biplane and uh, the guy out that was sitting with me, he Rick said, can this thing uh, do a flip? That's all all the guy needed to hear. He started to take this. It no somersaulted. Way. I wanted to puke. I was like, shut up. I'm going to punch you. <laughs> Red That's Baron. Cool. How do you make pizza up in a plane? <laughs> so I certainly this, know how they could. Huh? A biplane. A biplane. Yeah, Ricky's by. two wings. Ricky's by. Yeah, Ricky's Uber by. by. Uber by. <laughs> two wings. Not that there's anything wrong the with plane it. By? It's a. It, you know, it's amazing when you, you go to the... Kitty Hawk and you see how right. far they actually flew, which yeah. is like nothing today. It's like club, thirty yeah. feet or something. Like yeah, that. yeah. Like I didn't get to go to Kitty like Hawk. Ninety feet. But you know what? I did get to stay when I was down that way. Is I got to spend a night on Jekyll Island, which I thought oh yeah, was awesome yeah, that was awesome. Jekyll Island is the island where they had a big private meeting, 
and they put together the plan for the Federal Reserve back in oh, 19. Wow. That's why it yeah. sounds familiar. Yeah, that's that's the whole Jekyll yeah. Island yeah. thing. Yeah. They had this, yeah. uh, that we was went, where they, did, they put it. When put we the were down there, we together. went to Nags Head, which was uh, the islands out yeah. there. And, you know, you see, we stayed at the houses with, uh, they were all 14 feet up yep. because of the storms and so forth. And uh, that was just unbelievable. What a trip. So, so you know why I ended up in Jekyll Island? I was with my friend and his bus and his brother-in-law, and his brother-in-law is from Toronto. So we pull into this ga- this station to, to refuel down in uh, South Georgia, and his brother-in-law says, oh, I'll take care of it. And he goes out, and he starts pumping. All of a sudden, he comes in with a white face. We go, what's the matter? He goes, it's different in Canada. We go, what do you mean? He said, I realized after I put 20 gallons in, I was putting gas in the diesel pumper. <laughs> Oops. So my friend's Oops. brand new bus had 20 gallons oh. of gasoline in it. So oh. we had to stop. stop. And now yeah. we had to spend the next hours to get it pumped out and yeah. everything like that. So we got stuck in South Georgia. So oh. we ended up staying at Jekyll Island. Uh, wow. So it, was, it was a good problem yeah. after the bad problem. But it was just the weirdest thing to see. I guess it's a different color. The pumps for diesel in Canada right. are the opposite. They're like yellow. And you know how it's oh, yellow yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. it's black up there. The yellow is gas and the black is do the, diesel. Do the diesel pumps fit into our gas tanks? The gas pumps will fit into a diesel because right. they're smaller. A diesel won't fit into fit a, in gas, a pump. gas pump. Yeah, so you can't go the other way around. It. You can't put diesel accidentally in a right. gas car because right. it's, the nozzle's too big, but you can do the other. Ah. Right. And he was standing there pumping, and he says, all of a sudden, I realized, he says, I didn't smell the diesel. And he goes, then I looked, and I realized what Oops. he was doing. <laughs> Good thing he figured it out because yeah. if he filled you the thing up. You would have been stuck. We would have been, you, you know, started it, that'd be a whole other issue. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't want to fill some, the engine up with gas. Yeah. That was one of those intents. Eh? Get some freaking pre Hey, hey our current events is all about past events now. Yeah. Like I wonder what saying. this is. A pretty decent cigar. Are you ready for the reveal? I'm, do it. I yeah, have no choice. Done. I'm down to the label. Okay. Let's go. Any last Last thoughts? Yeah. I it's don't have yeah. a clue. My ash fell off after about two and a half inches. Oh, you pinched your loaf off over there. Yeah. It's right there on the floor. <laughs> I think it's going to be my Sharona. My Sharona. Yeah. Somebody's going to have to peel this for me. I can't even peel it. Oh, here we go. Oh, it's pretty. Let's see. What is it? Who's the first to read? Oh, it's a brick house. She's a brick house. It's a brick. What is this? House. Who's a brick house by? Newman. Oh, so you were close with the Diamond Crown. I was close with the Diamond Crown. It's a brick house. Wow. I don't think we've ever smoked this. No. no, we have not. Which one is this? This is the Brickhouse, Connecticut. It has the uh, wow. red, white, and blue flag foot, you know? Yeah. Cool. Definitely smoking nice. Band. Never had and, uh, it. Burn, no, never. Burns really good. I had no chance. I've never even heard of it. Brickhouse wow. is out of uh, Tampa. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Nice Nicaraguan stick. And uh, the backstory on this one here is the Brickhouse is an old brand. And a few years back, it went to the dogs. Yeah. And what's his name? Newman's Eric. Own. Eric, Eric, Newman. Eric Newman's son. Yeah. Took over the line and fixed it. Wow. And so now they're good again. Well, it's a good stick. Wow. So over the last, you know, five years or so, they fixed the thing. How many different uh, shapes does he have? Sizes, Sizes of the this? Uh, I don't know. I can look because I got it right here. At least two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Since we got Coronas and Gordos, I guess. This coming to Lancero? Uh, I don't think so. Brickhouse, Connecticut comes in Churchill. Yeah. Corona Lager, which is what you guys got. 
6.2 by 46, so 6 and a quarter by 46. The Mighty Mighty Gordo, that's okay. 6.2 or 6 and a quarter by 60. A Robusto, Short Torpedo, and a Toro. Wow. So one, two, three, four, five, six sizes. Yeah. So your standard Toro, Robusto, Churchill. I wouldn't have guessed this. I don't think I've ever had it. A Torpedo, the Gordo, and the I think Corona. It's, yeah. the it's good. It's definitely a good stick. Yeah, I kind of like it. I do too. I haven't smoked one of these in a long, long time. It's you know it's it's different today because we've smoked so many different cigars. Yeah, but it's great that we're still getting cigars that we don't have a clue. Yeah. So last time I saw uh, Eric Newman there at the event, he told me this backstory on these yeah. guys. So wow. here we go. Does he make salad dressing too? No, it's a different Newman. Oh. <laughs> That's Newman's own. And uh, Randy Newman from Mad Magazine. Yeah. <laughs> Randy. And Newman from uh, Randy. Seinfeld. Newman. Newman. Bo Bandy. Newman. Yeah. Randy from Trailer Park Boys. Any <laughs> you guys watch Trailer Park Boys? Alrighty. Right. So we got so, Newman the race car driver. Wow. We got a few out there. I'm looking at these current events and I'm thinking. <laughs> well, everybody's, uh, everybody's closed, closed right now. Although so it, everybody's supposed to open up. In a couple of weeks. Very enjoyable Maybe. watching Dave. Every day Every day, Dave comes out with something new. Dave Garofalo, two guys. Yeah, he has something. Facebook Live. He's, he's giving away all sorts of stuff. Yeah. He's got some funky deal on Facebook Live every time. So what does he do? So you go up, you buy from him, he puts your name in. Uh... Yeah, depending on what it is. They do a drawing or whatever. Yeah, it looks like he's got a regular crew going there every yeah. day. Yeah. The, uh, the one that I thought was the funniest was the toilet paper. This was a couple of weeks back. They gave he away toilet a, paper. A, yeah, you buy a box or you buy cigars, you get a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> and then uh, Pam, who rescued us at the yeah. castaways thing there, she had them Excuse sign me. it. Oh, really? She asked them to sign the toilet paper, so she's got a roll signed by Dave and <laughs> Mr. Jonathan, which is a riot. That is funny. Yeah. <laughs> sign my teepee. <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah, all, uh, everything is on curbside service. Everybody who's open at all is doing curbside all across our cigar events. So we'll just have to talk to the good old days. Mm -hmm. Those were the good old days. I used to say that all the time. I used to tell people, hey, you know, these are the good old days. You know, yeah, I have to wonder if the annual Two Guys Cigar thing is going to happen. I know. You know, you put 400 people into that ballroom. (laughs) There's there's no social distancing there. Everybody's sitting on top of each other. So that's usually just, in September, so we'll see what happens around that time of the year. They'll uh, just have to find a new venue, something they can... Uh, we'll see. 400 times 6, they need a football stadium. Yeah, right. Do it at... Oh, there you go. Do it at Gillette. There you go. Down on the field. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> that's it. Or be over at the cool. Haverhill Stadium. That's it. Take <laughs> over the Boston Trinity Garden. There. Or Lawrence. <laughs> Lawrence Stadium where you guys do the... Yeah. We're not doing it this year. Thing. This year, it was supposed to be at... Uh, Boston College. Canceled? Yep. All of DCA, all of DCI. Is, oh, it's all done? Good it's all, all canceled. Oh, wow. No Drum Corps International this year, huh? Mm-mm. Oh, that sucks. Nope. The year that wasn't. That's mm-hmm. what they're going to call 2020, the year that wasn't. The year that didn't happen. The year that was not. Yeah. Yeah. So. You know, I got a senior in high school, and normally the seniors in high school are upset, obviously. They missed their senior year, the prom, graduation and all. Mm-hmm. Um, when I called them yesterday and told them that school was canceled for the rest of the season, I said, don't smile too much. He was rooting so much for, you know, when this first happened, he says, I hope we don't ever go back. 
He's he's happy. Not he's in that mode where he doesn't want to go back to school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's he's happy graduating like, online. I said we're going to do an online graduation. Done, huh? He's like, yep, that's all I want. So they are they doing the distance learning thing at all? Yeah, or? they are. Yeah. Okay. yeah, my kids. Well, in my town, they already had a pre setup that they used to do this thing when it snowed that was called the blizzard bag. Oh, okay. So they already had sort of a protocol of how to teach online at home. Mm-hmm. It was already in the works, but. They've been doing more of it now, obviously ramped it up. Yeah. But, well, yeah. Instead but, of a blizzard bag, they got a Corona bucket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bucket of yeah. Coronas. Bucket of Every coronas. day. Every day. Every day you drink your five Coronas. I don't know what to make of it all, but and it's, do your math you know, you, gotta, you just got to do it. They got to mm-hmm. go. Kids are making it through. And, well, in our town, nine to one, they're having school online. Oh, four hours a day online? Four hours a day. Is that the every minimum? Day, well, yeah, every day. Is that the minimum to and get And they by? all have projects. Yeah. So Katie's ri- writing papers and everything. That's good. Mm-hmm. If you have one case of Corona, dad drinks five, That's and the neighbor drinks five, and his <laughs> you know, know who's gonna drinks five, how many Coronas do you have? <laughs> you know who's going to have a tough time going back next year is after they did this cancellation and all the colleges, all the people figured out they could learn online. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of people who aren't going to pay sixty, seventy, eighty grand a year for a right. university That's right. when they can uh, go there online. And you know what usually fuels the universities is they get full boat from all the foreign students that come over. And if we don't have as many foreign students, right? You know, like a lot of these colleges, they get they charge full dollar for all the Chinese people that come over. And mm-hmm. if if the Chinese aren't coming over, that's what. Covers well, now them. they're going to have to pay double since they brought us this. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I have a better solution. They I already said it came out of a lab. So another thing that's going on in, in that line, and uh, all the cigar reps are doing online podcasts and Facebook Live events and virtual right. herfs and all that stuff is going on all over the place. And as a matter of fact, on the twenty second, which is uh, what's that? Like Wednesday? When's the twenty second? Yeah. Wednesday? I think so. There's the uh, cigarlockdown dot com virtual herf. Really? Yeah. We talked about it last week. Yeah. And so that's happened in 5 to 7 Eastern time on the 22nd. Well, President Trump, get this country open again. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, trying. he laid out a plan. Trying. to Start doing it where you can. Yeah. The thing yep. is, uh, the earliest any of this stuff come back to life here, as far as cigar lounge, uh, cigar stores, forget about the lounges, the yeah. stores, is a couple of weeks anyway. Yeah. But so. when you look at the country, it's not really a country. It's 50 United States. Right. And so each state runs like its own country, and the governors of it are in control. So we're going to have a lot of states that go wide open in a lot of states like New York and Louisiana. Massachusetts that, isn't going to yes. open for two weeks or more of no deaths mm-hmm. before uh, Governor Baker opens the state. Yeah. So there's going to be certain states that could be shut down for three or four more months. You know. They're talking about mid-July for New York City. Yeah, if, if that, and yeah. I don't know how it's going to. Well, the problem with New York City is the subways. Everybody <clears throat> rides on the subways, and they're all on top of each other. And, well, know, people are going. People are going to have to do things different. I mean, I well, think Market Basket has the idea. They're limiting the amount of people that go in. Home mm-hmm. Depot's doing it. I mean, that's yeah. right. All the other I, retailers that's, should be able to w- do that. Too. Yes, I. 
I uh, somebody I communicate with is actually a T and uh, driver driver for the buses in the subways in Boston, mm-hmm. and they said that the only passengers on it are all the homeless. Right, the homeless are getting on the subway and the buses and just driving around because I think they open it up for free. Right. So um, now that it's free, they, they just can be warm. They and- just get on and they what they do. They ride the bus all day. Mm-hmm. Just there's something yeah. to do. Yeah, exactly. So wow, all the bums. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that you're going to find less cigar events driven by, you know, a rep where you go to the store and they have an event kind of thing. And it's all going to be, not all of it, but a lot more is going to be online kind of stuff with people are figuring out. We'll be able to to socially distance inside the limousine. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe we can run an event in my backyard. There you go. Lights, Certainly lights. big enough. That's beautiful backyard. Backyard. Yeah. I I want to see the horses. I want to come some morning <laughs> with a cup of coffee and just oh, yeah. watch the horses. Oh yeah, when they run at seven o'clock, it's awesome. <laughs> They're all right at the fence. You, you know? get the horses. You got. He has a beautiful yard that's right upside a horse farm, and it, it's just beautiful back there. I never knew you had that much land back there. And, and the uh, view is crazy, I, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's insane. I just can't wait to see that. Yeah, Mister Ed's going to come up and be like, "Hey, Rick, how'd you how'd you break your arm?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> was that his name, Mister Ed? Mister mm-hmm. Ed? Yeah, wasn't that that show before yeah. I was born? Horse yep. is a horse, of course, of course, course. Mister Ed. Famous Mister Ed. Not I'm sure up. these days a lot of people are watching a lot of the old shows that are out there. Oh yeah, yeah. I haven't seen Mister Ed on any of the old channels there. No, no, no. It's out of circulation. Animal cruelty. I don't know. It was black or white. Yeah, so and it's offensive just, to horses. And just a very <laughs> special thank you, just to throw this in, a thank you to the Retro Hail out there. Uh, we understand that Fatty the Cat won the uh, loaf pinching contest. Yeah, he pinched the longest loaf. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, I had my money on going on uh, Brett, but <laughs> Brett, <laughs> I lost. He fell short. He wasn't a chief. He fell shit. short. He wasn't the chief on this contest. Dude, eat more fiber, man. <laughs> well, we have fiber. You know, Brett's it. gay, so he might be a little stretched out. Oh, man. You're going to get oh, it. Oh, oh, no, no. Yeah. Take that out if you want. Brett's the chief. We got to oh, get no, it. No, no, no. You can't take that out. out. You can leave it in. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right, let's go into conspiracy land here. All right, well, seeing we're in 2020, we're going to go into the uh, Wayback Machine, but just back to what we all grew up with. Are we going to play so, the music? Oh, yeah, we got to have the music. So we're going to go to a conspiracy that goes way back, but it's got some recent news. This got published on the 29th of March. In the midst of all the rest of the stuff going on, it kind of got lost. But the University of Alaska Fairbanks just completed a four-year study on 9-11. And their study was, their conclusion was the fires in World Trade Center Building 7 could not have caused the building to collapse. So they went through everything and they did computer modeling, simulation. This was a full-on investigation by a college engineering department. And it was four years worth of it. And they concluded that it is impossible for the story that the fires took down World Trade Center 7. And they realized that it, it was a controlled, detonated collapse. 
And, you know, when you look back to what happened, the guy who owned it, what, what we think happened is that the third plane was supposed to hit Building 7, and it failed to strike the target. We don't know if it was the one that crashed in Pennsylvania or if it was so, so one what, that didn't get off the ground. What was Building 7? Okay, so there was the two World Trade Centers that got hit by planes. The big Trade towers. One and two. About 100 yards away was, there was a, World Trade had like eight or nine right. buildings. Building 7 was one of the buildings off to the side. It was a 40-story building, okay. so it wasn't as tall as the towers. Now, at 4.45 in the afternoon on 9-11, it collapsed into its own footprint at uh, brake speed. Okay. So it fell. Now, one of the funny things is if you were watching TV that day, there was a reporter from the BBC broadcasting to England, and she announced that World Trade Center 7, had another building had collapsed. Right. The only problem with her report is it was a live view of her at the location in the background. The building that she said collapsed was still standing. She announced it 20 minutes before. Really? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then the owner, Silverstein, in an interview said, well, yeah, the, we, we said to pull it. And pull it is a term used for demolition. When you pull a building, you basically set off the explosives and implode it. And so everything that they looked into, built, Building 7, it had a lot of information. It had all the SEC files. And I always say, I was part of a bunch of these class action lawsuits from the 90s from uh, getting scammed on stock. And all the files for all these cases, 3,500 cases against Wall Street, were all in this building. And when the building collapsed, they had to drop all the cases because they dropped, lost all the information. Same thing with Enron and a lot of other problems that had been, you know, things that had happened in the 90s and early 2000s on Wall Street right. that they were looking into all this. It all went away. And it was just an amazing thing. Everybody looked at it and said, how did this building fall at free fall speed? When you watch the video of it falling, you see it falls at, like if you drop the bowling ball from 40 stories, there's a certain speed. Right. This thing collapsed into its own footprint at that speed. And so these engineers did a four-year-long study from the school, and they, they came out with this report, but of course it was overrun with the news that was going on in the world here starting a month ago. Right. So um, where this is all going to go, I mean, it, it obviously rocks everyone's world because it questions the narrative. And if you start to question the narrative, they want to label you a conspiracy theorist. Right. You're in, uh, tinfoil it, hats. Yeah. And... But what it is, is if you really think about it, that was the beginning of, you know, the Patriot Act and all the lockdown on us. Right. And now you're seeing this is this what's going on now is like the next level of taking control of our lives and controlling the people. And so it ties in with what's going on now. It was sort of the beginning. 9-11 was our world changed. You know, everything, everybody looks at the world. It was one way before 9-11 and That's it right. changed after. That being said, if you look into it and you start doing your full research on this, you realize that there's so many irrefutable smoking guns that 9-11 was an inside job. And, and you just can't come up with any other way. But they've hit people with the narrative that anyone who questions the original story, you have to call him a kook. You don't listen to him. You right. can't listen to their evidence. You have to instantly discount what they're saying and label them that. And, uh, you know, again, that conspiracy theory label was created by the CIA to shut people up about the death of John F. Kennedy. Right. And they still used it on this. And so the second I say it, everybody looks at me like, oh, you're just a conspiracy theorist. Right. Uh, 
you know, but I'm, I am a alternative theory investigator and yeah. I don't just, I don't believe or disbelieve, but I've done a lot of study on this and, uh, Mike where, is very woke. Yes. So what do you think <laughs> happened? I mean, they, I don't know exactly who is behind this, but some of the evidence I know, a company called Moving Systems that was owned by, it was an Israeli company. They owned a couple floors in the World Trade Center. The weekend before the World Trade Center's, before 9-11, they shut down the power to the towers for the first time ever because they told all the, the, you know, the big businesses right. in there, you better back up all your computers because we're shutting the power down for right. the weekend. I think that it was engineered. They wired the place up. They used thermite. Thermite lights up and burns at 2600 degrees i think that it was the whole thing was a controlled demolition the planes did hit the world trade center but the planes didn't cause the world trade centers to fall down there was the diversion and more likely than not the planes weren't being flown by the terrorists who hijacked the planes the planes were flown by what's what's called by wire so they were being remote controlled because they hit the towers at the perfect angle at the perfect place, both of them. And you'd have to be an expert super pilot to do that type of um, maneuver. You couldn't just get in a, a 747 and fly that like that. You would need ultimate training. And it, and it was beyond that. Yeah. And so I, it was all sort of engineered for some reason. They wanted to create this, this incident. Somebody wanted to, you know, the same group that's trying to take control of our world now, the New World Order. They want to you track know. you. So I, I, in this line, I ran across this thing yesterday. Through apps, not warrants, Locate X, which is the name of the product, yeah. allows federal law enforcement to track phones. So this company that has this product called, uh, out of Virginia, that has this product called Locate X, right. it takes all the cell phone data and can see, you know, where phones are, and it tracks all of them. Oh, it knows where within, yeah. it knows how close we're sitting right now. Yeah, because it right. knows where this is, yeah. Yeah. You know. I, there is so much, you know, I mean, again, you can go back into the conspiracy that tied up. They wanted to control things. Now, if you go into the next thing, we were talking briefly about it, but I'll throw a date out there. Okay, and that was February 4th, 2004. On that date, Dopper dropped a program called LifeLog. They were going to build this program, and they were going to, the CIA was going to collect everybody's personal information, but they realized people wouldn't willingly give the CIA and the government their information. So they dropped LifeLog, but on that exact same day, a new company was formed, and it had the exact same programming, and they called it Facebook. You're right. And this is where it all came from. It's all a control thing. It started long before, but 9-11 was to take control of people. And this, all of these incidents that are happening and even concluded with what's going on today, it's about to take our rights away and take our control and to control us. And I don't know who's behind this. And I don't, I, I have my suspicions of what they're up to, but going back to nine 11, every time I look at it, there were just too many anomalies. Go look at Cantor Fitzgerald, go look up this company. You'll find out that every single employee of this company on the hundredth floor died because the plane hit right in directly into their office the only person in that company who survived was the ceo who happened to be off at some golf thing that day but in the vaults of Cantor fitzgerald on 9 11 there was billions and billions of 10-year bearer bonds in their safes they were issued 
on September 12, 1991, which means on September 12, 2001, they would have became negotiable bonds. They were worthless on 9-11. The next day, they would have had to pay on them, and they all got destroyed. So there's so many different anomalies. When you start looking at everything, you line it up, you look at, I always say, well, who benefits? Who benefited from it all? And that's where you start going down that track, and you find a lot of people benefited, certain people, I shouldn't say a lot, certain people benefited from 9-11. And if you look into it and you, you put the whole puzzle together, it's a big puzzle. Well, we blew an entire country up looking for, who was it, Osama at the time? Or yeah. uh... If you look into Osama, okay, he was actually Tom Osama. He worked for the CIA. Osama bin Laden used yeah. to work for the CIA. Wow. And uh, I still think that Osama bin Laden passed away in somewhere in 0203 because he was on dialysis and he was sickly. And I don't think he survived. So if you really want to look into it, there's like 20 Navy SEALs who are all in the raid for Osama bin Laden. Yeah. They have all died. They're all dead right now. Nobody's left from that. They've all gone. They have all been systematically um, like a chopper shot down, everything, something like whatever. That. It was multiple things. Yeah. That whole SEAL team is gone. Wow. Right. Everything. So you look into it and you start looking at who's benefiting. There's so much going behind the scenes. That's why I look at what's going on today with a different eye. Right. And so, but I pull back in 9-11 because that was like the ultimate in our time. I wasn't around for the Kennedy assassination. That was, you know, but you go through the years and you go, well, why, why would they do that? But there's a group that wants a new world order and not to get into it, but they have a, um, a world population goal. That's a lot lower than it is right now. Wow. Yeah. And not to get down that rabbit hole, but, um, <laughs> it's a big rabbit hole. It's a it big is. rabbit hole. But, but focusing on nine 11, if you, if you go back and you do your research, especially now this report just came out a month ago. So now if you're at home and you got some time and you want to do a little bit of uh, science fiction investigation on your own, go watch some of the videos. If you watch the videos and all the information that's out there about 9-11, you go spend about 10 or 20 hours looking into it. There's no way that you will believe that those two planes knocked down those three buildings. Well, you had the, you had the two planes, but you had the, the water going off because they all had sprinkler systems. That all went on. It wasn't just the planes. It was all just everything that was happening. It was filling with all this water and so forth and just the solid weight. But but just, when you watch the, the building collapse, it pulverizes right. and explodes out 300 feet. You had right. metal beams exploding out. Yeah. And the, the thing turned into pulverized dirt. You can't do that. A collapse wouldn't happen like that. It's the only time in history that steel buildings have ever collapsed right. like this. And if you watch the videos on it and you watch the slow motion of how the buildings fell, you'll realize that there's something wrong here. And you can see some explosions. In some of them, you can see the explosions at lower floors that went off right. too early. And then you see the, some of the beams and you can see in the refuge, the pitches. You notice they rushed to take all the stuff and they actually put it on harbor boats and shipped it to China and melted it all. Yeah. So they destroyed all the evidence for all the buildings. Mm-hmm. We have none. And and they did a mad rush to clean up the site and get rid of everything. But if you look at it, you'll see these pictures of these beams that have molten metal in it cut at an angle. And that's because they were wrapped in what's called thermite. And thermite 
is this product that they can wrap around when they light it up thermite lights up at 2500 degrees and and so you know we know how they did it it's just you can't tell people because people don't want to hear right. the alternative theory they want it they don't want to accept that this could be true so no. You know, I can only tell certain people, and I'm right. sure some of our listeners are, you know, saying, ah, oh, that guy's full of that, well, whatever. And- you know, when they talked about Kennedy and they talked about, um, I saw this whole show about uh, the reenactment and so forth about Kennedy, and something you brought up a long time ago was about the uh, Secret Service agent and that the actual bullet, two different bullets entered his, his body, and they talked about how one gun went off and that it could very well have been. That Secret Service man that dropped his rifle that shot him. Yeah. Although I don't think we'll ever know that. I I still think the theory that the driver, who was a left-handed marksman, they used to do this thing back in the 50s and 60s where they used to shoot behind their back in a mirror. And he actually pulled his gun out and shot the president from the driver's seat over his back. And if you, there is a couple videos online right. that show this. You can find them online and watch it. But... uh. You know, so I'll leave you with this rumor, though. This is out there floating around the Internet, and I'd love this to be true. There is a, I don't want to call this a credible rumor, but in the sphere of things, there's a rumor that John F. Kennedy Jr. faked his death and is still alive. And the rumor is based on he did it because his thing with his magazine, George, was he was in the process of taking down the people who killed his father. And they threatened his life and they were going to kill him. So he faked his death with the plane crash and has been working underground for the last 20 years to take down his father's killer. So if this was ever true, I'd love, I would love to wake up someday and find out that Junior is still alive. But you notice we lost another Kennedy. Yeah, just recently. She was involved. You got to go look at her connections with this whole thing going on right now. She's involved with that. And it, you'll notice that uh, Robert Kennedy Jr., who's all against vaccinations, he was pissed because he thinks they murdered her. So yeah. it gets funky. You put it all together. I mean, yeah, you know, everything kind of comes back to the Kennedys in the conspiracy world. But I would love to wake up someday and find out that this conspiracy is true. Now, I know it's far out there because we all know. I always thought that when I studied the death of JFK Jr. in his plane, uh, there was a lot of anomalies with that. If you look into that one, it's it doesn't fit. There's something going. There was something wrong with that whole thing. I always thought that somebody murdered him, and they purposely made sure he didn't survive that crash. But now this group is saying he faked it himself, and that's why they did everything. So we'll see if that wouldn't. It would wow. be um that's a good one. That's a good one. It, it, yeah. It's out there and if you look out you could find different articles in different places posting and some pictures of what they're saying is is uh, John F Kennedy Jr and Carol Bassett. Huh. 20 years Carol. aged. His wife. Jacqueline. Jack- Who's the No, no, Jacqueline yeah, Carol. No, Carol. No, John F Kennedy Jr's wife. Oh, now we're talking about the Joe Exotic. The Joe Exotic thing. Carol. 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 So anyway, that's my. I, I like to at least in this time where people are, you know, at some extra time at home, Altaria and they're looking theories. for things to do. Like you say, if you're bored, go look into these alternative theories. Go start pulling up yeah. some videos. And There's stuff another and, one on the talking about the 5G thing. Yeah. There's a theory that the 5G frequency does something to your immune system. 
Yes. And uh, they've, they've actually have proved that the 5G gives off a low radio that fights your lymphocytes. Right. It yeah. lowers your lowers your your uh, immune system to right. fight off. So the reason some of these these cities are having such huge breakouts is because they had a large five G system going, and when you get the the COVID and you're you're getting hit, you're compromised. If you're in a 5G zone and you're getting hit with 5G, it lowers your immune system right. from it. So we don't know. We I don't. There's a lot of theories on how that all ties in, but I think 5G was more. If you go down the road of ID 2020, if you really want to know what this whole COVID is about, is it's not about the disease killing people. It's about getting 7 billion people in this world to willingly accept the vaccine. Yeah. And if you go look at ID 2020, you may not be too... Rush to get the vaccine. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. so, All right. Anyway, I'll leave. I mean, yep. there's a lot there. There's a lot there Let's to unpack for people, and I'll leave it at that. Okay. So, I hope um, some people can spend a few time, a few hours of their time, and go do their own investigation. So, instead of calling me a BSer, they can. Well, you weren't too far off with your when this COVID thing's going to end because you said around Easter we're going to start ramping down. That was only a week ago. Yeah. So. Yeah, I was a week late. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and here it is, week after in starting to open places up, and mm-hmm. well, at least a plan for it anyway. Yeah, Texas okay. is opening back up. Yeah, uh, yeah. yep. You can um, go golfing in Texas now. Good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. Maybe we rearranged. Texas. We rearranged for the summer to go to Texas. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Let's. Uh, so wrap we'll leave it up. at that. All right. <laughs> And a shout out there for Alex the Bastard. Hey, Alex. We mentioned him on the show. We did. Hey, I'm on the show. Hey, you're on the show, Alex. Hey, Mom, on TV. <laughs> All right, thanks to the panel. Mustang Mike. Mustang Sally. Better right. drive You're... that Mustang down. Oh, when I'm not driving my Mustang, oh, yeah. I'm wait, 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 wait. We gotta rate this cigar. <laughs> we gotta. We almost forgot to rate the cigar. Oh, somebody else has to do the calculation. <laughs> I don't have my phone. It's easy. I'm gonna start right here. I'm going an eight and a half with this one. This is a pretty good cigar. Mikey, what do you think? I'm a straight eight. Straight eight. Ricky, I'm gonna give it an eight and a half. It was pretty good. I will give it an eight and a half as well. Oh, okay. Eight point three three. Yeah, or eight four. Somewhere eight in that. four. Yeah, somewhere mm-hmm. in that range. Yep. Yep. Eight point four. Eight point four. Okay. All That's right. It. That's the Brickhouse, Connecticut, at an eight point four. All right. All right. Resume. Okay. There we go. So. We did Mustang Mike already. Nurse oh. Rick. Oh, but Mustang. This town needs an enema. Hey, it's Enema Boy with one hand the at one, the domicile. So one on Bandit. Dominator. 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 Stay safe. Stay smoky. Mike, you got to say Wash something. Hands, Mike right? didn't get to say something. Oh, so. Yeah, I will. I'll Mustang Mike. And when I'm not driving my Mustangs, I'm going to be focusing as my alternative theory investigator. That's my new position. It is. I have a new jersey. Mustang Mike goes back in time. Here, we can have a board meeting on that. Any seconds? 
I second that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Raise I'm your right hand. <laughs> I got I got a job. Okay, this is your humble announcer, producer, Sky Hack Dave. To the man! The man! Thanks to the listeners, you made it through another one. Our social media tag is Cigar Hacks, all over the usual channels. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, CigarHacks.com. And Pornhub. Pornhub. Send us an email, CigarHacks at CigarHacks.com. See you next time on the Cigar Hacks. Remember, we're just a bunch of hacks. Talking cigars, etc. And alternative theories. And alternative theories. 